Salvaged Heroes Chapter 14 Skeletal Integrity 80% Internal Organs 63% Cyberbrain Activity Muted Magnetic Resonance Field Detected Searching for Federation IFF Signals IFF Not Found Initializing Emergency Wake Sequence Horizon's eyes shot open she found herself surrounded on all sides by white lights and translucent, curved walls. A dull droning irritated her ears, only adding to her growing feelings of claustrophobia. She reached a stiff hand out towards the nearest wall, provoking a sharp pain that caused her to cry out. She's awake now? A high-pitched voice told out. She didn't recognize it. But still, it sounded somewhat familiar. The stuffling of feet approached her, making the raccoon all too aware of how badly she was still injured. Despite the pain, Horizon lifted a foot and found that the glowing cylinder that enclosed her was open below her knees. She started to slide out of the tube against the wishes of her aching muscles and burning bones. Whoever was out there, she was still a super soldier with the most advanced tech in the star system. She slipped off a narrow table and slumped onto a cold, tiled floor. As her eyes adjusted, she blinked away tears and took in her apparent assailants. Red, buttoned-up lawn coats, polymer gloves, and oronasal face masks. Her shadow suggested a frontier biological containment team but her own memories came up with an alternative evaluation. You're friendly society healers, aren't you? She gasped, clutching the side of the table she'd just fallen off of in an attempt to hold herself up. The red-coated doctors nodded. One of them spoke up. Mid-Solotair, please, we're trying to help you. Horizon act her neck to the side. She felt the burning she had come to associate with active leukosynth. I'll be fine. Just let me rest a while longer. Someone else ran up to the door. That almost familiar voice called out again. Tanya, it's okay. She scanned the newcomer, phenotypically female, rodentia with stark white fur and tufted ears, hints of a long, fluffy tail behind her. It's me, she said. Jenny, from school? Tanya's eyes widened. Jennifer Ratufa? When did you change your fur? The squirrel she remembered was maroon, brown, and yellow-furred, with several piercings in her ears. Jenny came out from behind the FS healers. Now that she had a good look at her former classmate, she could make out several patterns painted onto her fur, which was not only white, but much thicker than she remembered. Yeah, well, Surtur is a lot colder than Yord's orbitals. We got spliced with arctic hairs on the way here. She was wearing a short black skirt and a t-shirt printed with anti-government slogans that only half covered her rounded belly. The raccoon grinned. Jenny might look superficially different, but clearly she was still the same rebel without a cause she'd known as a teenager. So, what have you been up to all these years, she asked, 
trying not to stare and failing. What have I been up to? The artist squirrel asked. At the G's you were pulling, we should have been draining soup out of that escape pod of yours. I mean, I've got some pretty extreme mods. She slapped her stomach for emphasis. But you're something else. Horizon's shadow took in visuals and sonographic data and calculated that whatever was making that bulge in Jenny's waist, it wasn't a normal fetus. A weight she hadn't realized was ripping her heart was lifted in a millisecond. But before she asked, the cyborg raccoon tried to think of a way to deflect her suspicions. I was a scrapper. We came across a cache of FedTech that included some of their immortality nanobots. I'll say, Jenny replied. Among other things, I didn't know they still plated skeletons. A twinge of paranoia arose in Horizon's augmented brain. What else do you know about my mods? One of the healers pulled out a tablet and scrolled along the screen. We could tell just from lifting you onto a structure that your skeleton had been reinforced with some unidentified alloy. As we were trying to set what we thought were broken bones, we encountered resistance from bent metal rods. Many of your soft tissues also felt spongy. Your post-recovery rate of healing was consistent with leukosynth activity and the blood samples we took contained metallic particles similar to deconstructed nanomachines. He looked back up, though we're wondering how your bones apparently fit themselves. The post-human raccoon considered it for a moment. There shouldn't be too much harm in letting them know about her skeleton. Nickel titanium returns to a set shape after heat is applied. All right, memory metal, another healer chimed in. Would explain the fever. You have another implant in there for thermal regulation? Horizon gave half a nod. It's probably part of my BCI. I'd rather you not poke at it, though. I don't know what it would do. Wait, Jenny cutting. You mean you put Fetech in your brain? Don't you know what could have happened? Yes, Tanya thought thinking of a lift and mechrat, and everything they'd been through. I do now, but I didn't have much choice at the time. There were some drones in the cache we found. They activated, and then... She shrugged. She didn't know how much more she wanted to say in front of these strangers. Well, there's a reason I was the only one left on board that ship. Oh, damn, the white squirrels idled up next to Tanya and carefully sat down reaching out a comforting arm. I'm sorry to hear that. I had no idea. The raccoon took the proffered arm and pulled herself up. It's not your fault. Like you said, you didn't know. She sat on the table she'd just fallen off of, feeling the cold metal against her fur. I know. Jenny laid her arm over Tanya's shoulder, hesitated for a second, then placed her and carefully on her upper arm. Would you like a gown or something? Tanya glanced down and it finally registered to her that she wasn't wearing a stitch of clothing. She'd been so preoccupied with the broken state of her body to register how 
and supposed it was. Her bones had clearly straightened themselves out, but she could see many of them through her skin. Aside from her stomach, which protruded from under her ribs, she was practically skin and bones. She looked emaciated. What happened here? She swept a hand down her front. One of the healers approached, slowly, cautiously. So far as we can tell, your leukosins cannibalize your muscle tissue to rebuild your vital organs. It's not unheard of for the body to do that naturally, but that usually takes weeks of starvation or coma. You've only been unconscious for four days. Four days? Verizon inquired. What happened with Sir Traffic Control? Not much, Jenny replied. They shot down a few of the big pieces of your ship that were getting too close, but they basically gave you up for dead. The friendlies only grabbed your capsule because I asked them to. Really? Tanya was surprised. You did that? Yeah. The squirrel nodded. The company here is pretty useless. We have to look out for each other. Horizon mentally reviewed what she knew about Cert's government. Corporate structure, non-familial, tiered citizenship. At least half the population at any given time were estimated to be non-citizen migrants from further in system. She got the feeling there was something she was missing, though. Sounds like a long story, she said. Maybe we could talk about it someplace more comfortable? After I get some clothes? The healers nodded quickly and backed out of the doorway. One came back shortly after carrying a folded gown with floral prints, holding it out at arm's length. Horizon accepted it and threw it on, letting her tail stick out the back. There's a cafeteria down the hall, I said. I suggest one of the high-protein shades. Then they left. Sheesh, rude, Jenny commented. It's not like you're a ghoul or anything. J Tanya staggered out into the hall, supported by her old friend. Five minutes later, they made it into a room with two long tables in the middle and a row of vending machines along the wall. Jenny sat the raccoon down at one table and then grabbed a couple plastic cups from the drink dispenser. One she set under a nozzle that dispensed a thick brown fluid, and the other she filled with a steaming liquid that smelled like tea with some sort of fruit. The squirrel set the two cups on the table in front of the raccoon, explaining that the thicker fluid was a mineral-fortified protein shake. Then she went over to another machine with a stylized wrap sandwich on the front panel and started entering something into the controls. As Jenny bent over, Horizon's eyes were unconsciously drawn up her tail. Her mouth started to water, and then she consciously registered the smell of reheated meat and melted cheese. Jenny walked over with a pair of wraps that were so wide they looked too large to hold in one hand. Not sure if you can handle solid foods yet. I'll eat the other one if you're not up for it. Horizon slurped up a mouthful of the shake and cringed at the taste. Chocolate with a strong metallic aftertaste. Quickly, she grabbed a wrap and tore off a large chunk of it. 
She worked the morsel around in her mouth vigorously before swallowing. I don't care whether my stomach can digest it. I think I've suffered enough without oh, tasting that. She flicked the rim of the cup of her claw and started digging into the rest of the wrap. Wow, Jenny noted. Guess you really were hungry. You remind me of myself just after I got my biocomputer seated. What? Ryzen asked, head cocked curiously. The squirrel leaned back and pointed down towards her abdomen. This is not your run-of-the-mill pregnancy. There's a cybernetic biocomputer in here, wired into my nervous system. It's kind of a secondary brain. The raccoon's mouth gaped open in surprise. Her sensory processing systems should tell that whatever was in her friend's uterus wasn't a fetus, but this was beyond thinkable. Why would you do that? she asked. It helps a lot with math multitasking, Jenny replied. I've got a full BCI suite installed on both brains, so I can do next to anything online if I want to. Though, it can take a while for me to make up my mind. It has to go through nearly double the average amount of gray matter. Honestly, I'm a bit disappointed on that front. Okay, but why? Horizon asked again. Why would you go through the effort to do that? Jenny adopted a stern expression all of a sudden. Okay, she paused for several seconds, collecting her thoughts. What do you know oh, about transhumanism? They're a bunch of people who like to get as many odds as they can get their hands or mechanical digits on, Horizon suggested. I never understood the name anyways. We're not human anymore. We're parahuman. Merely human, Jenny interjected. Even spacers share more than 98% of their DNA with ancient Terran plains apes. This fur? These ears? This tail? She pointed out the organs in question as she spoke. Do you count for little more than a few sentences worth of codons? Furthermore, we still think and act like humans. The Federation was just a Terran-style empire on the, a galactic scale. There were ancient polities on Terra that outlived it, and they didn't have leucocents. And transhumanists? Horizon inquired. We seek to become not simply adjacent to humanity, but something much, much more. Jenny was starting to sound like some of the demigods she remembered from Yord. We seek to become smarter, faster, wiser than humans so we can avoid making the same mistakes they did. We might even become post-human someday. That last sentence elicited a snort from the raccoon. Post-humans? What, like cyberliches, gestalts, and ghouls? They're just myths. But as the words left her lips... Anya felt her stomach tighten around the meal she just devoured and the orb she did in there. Jenny's comment about the healer's cautious approach to her. The story she'd heard about parahumans risen from the dead with a cannibalistic appetite that drove them to terrorize their friends and families. She directed her shadow to bring up any information her implants had on ghouls. In a split second, she saw an article in her field of view. Ghoul, 
Now, slain. Term for a sufferer of leukosynth metastatic autophagy. LMA. Leukosynth metastatic autophagy. A condition resulting from a malfunction in the leukosynths. Usually as a result of software tampering and severe physical trauma. The patient's leukosynths put their cell replication protocols into overdrive replicating at an unsustainable rate and dismantling their host's own tissues for raw materials. This often induces cravings for protein in the patient that may result in cannibalistic actions without proper mimetic conditioning. Leukosynth replication inactive. The alert came up unprompted, but Horizon was glad of it. She let go out a sigh of relief that interrupted Jenny's ongoing spiel. She hadn't been paying attention. And after Lord Evlanche had been confirmed vaporized, he... Are you listening? The squirrel paused, looking the raccoon over. Sorry, Horizon started to explain. My shadow just explained that no, I am not a ghoul. It's a real Oh, don't worry about the healers, Jenny tried to reassure her. They're just a little wary of unknown fed tech with miraculous properties. She blinked at as something else registered. Wait, you've got an AI shadow? Is it Turing? It's kind of like an artificial subconscious, Ryzen replied. Most of the time, I don't even notice it's there. It just pops up information when I need it. And I suddenly have a lot of skills that I never had the time to learn the conventional way. She snickered. I am proficient in every martial art from tearing kung fu to centauring filament fencing. Oh, wow. Jenny leaned over the table, putting her snout less than a meter from Tanya's muzzle. That's way more than anyone I know has accomplished. You might be the closest thing to post-human I've ever seen. You've got to let me take a look at your odds. She reached out for the raccoon's face. No! Horizon blurted out abruptly, reflexively grabbing the squirrel's hand before it touched her furred cheeks. I might not be a duel, but they're real. And they result from people messing with their leukosynth. Please don't go poking around my brain. Oh, Jenny sounded quite disappointed. I'm sorry, I didn't think of that. Could you at least tell me how your brain survived the rapid deceleration and let go of my hand? Horizon realized she was gripping her old friend's wrist a bit tightly. It was folded at an awkward angle that looked painful. Sorry. She released it and the squirrel pulled it back to inspect. The raccoon sent her shadow an inquiry about her brain, specifically how it was protected. Cyberbrain composition? Classified. Insufficient clearance. Sorry, can't tell you about my brain. Horizon apologized again. It looks like my implants might not know how it's built. Wow, that's weird. Jenny caught the tufted ear. Where did you say you got these odds again? Horizon thought about it for a moment, then decided to tell a half-truth. Some kind of automated medical center. An autodoctor installed them. I was unconscious the whole time. Huh. Jenny considered the situation her school friend presented. Then after a minute, she got up. 
I'll get us some more wraps. As the machine prepared her order, she abruptly perked up and turned back to Horizon. Any idea what he'll do now? The raccoon shrugged. None. I was planning to find a new crew and go back to the belt. But my ship exploded, so that plan scuttled. Jenny pulled three more wraps out of the machine and set them on the table. Well, I might have taken you up on the offer, but there's precious few others here who've managed to escape their employment contracts alive. And the company doesn't like private ship sales, so I'm afraid it's unlikely you can find a replacement ship. She dug into one of her wraps. Horizon chugged a mouthful of her shake and chased it with half a wrap. So, what do you do for a living? she asked. Some consulting work, Jenny replied sheepishly. Mostly volunteer work with the friendlies, she smirked some conspiratorially. Some of it paid. Horizon thought as she chewed. It was starting to look like flying to cert was a mistake. But it was too late for that now. Her possibilities weren't great. It sounded like there was only one real choice. She swallowed. Do the friendlies need pilots by any chance? Horizon Salvaged Heroes is now available for sale in ebook format on Amazon Kindle, Drive Through Fiction, and Smashwords, along with Tales of the Paraparium. Go check it out if you don't mind. The Paraimperium universe is copyright Joel Kreisman. For more about the Paraimperium setting, please check out paraimperium.wordpress.com. If you'd like to contribute to keeping this thing going and get stories and podcasts before anyone else, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash